the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. And so on this morning, I want to close this series of messages in our theme and in our series entitled Passing a New Way in this text here in Luke's Gospel, chapter 12. I want to talk to you on today from this sixth and final part of the series of the message from the subject matter, Getting Rich a New Way. Now, I don't know who came in the door this morning, but I'm just curious as to know, is there anybody in the house on this morning that came in and in the back of your mind, you're thinking it sure would be nice to learn how to get rich. I know I got some sanctified folk that don't want to be rich, but there's any other real people in the house that wouldn't mind knowing how to get rich. I'm talking about a legitimate way. I ain't talking about nothing off to the side, a legitimate way. Here's a key point I don't want you to miss out of this text. In this text, when this man begins to prosper, the prosperity is a direct result of God's hand. The text says in verse 16, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. Now, it wasn't the ground that made him yield plentiful. It was God, first of all, who put the dirt there. It was God who rained on his crops. It was God who brought the sunlight on his crops. It was God who kept the bugs away from the crops. And it was God who caused the crops to produce plentifully. And so all the blessing that he has obtained, all the blessings of his land comes from God. But notice as he considers what to do with his prosperity that came from his crops, that ultimately came from God, he never once considers how I'm going to bless the blessor. He never thinks about how am I going to bless God back for blessing me how he just blessed me. This is a problem we have too. Because we get more, but we get it and gather it instead of figuring out how can I bless God back for what he blessed me with. But if you're going to get rich a new way, you need to understand, you need to learn how to bless the blessor. The one who blessed you with what you have, you need to learn how to bless him back. Because if it had not been for the Lord, you wouldn't have the job. If it wasn't for the Lord, you wouldn't have the degree. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't have the paycheck. If it wasn't for God, because you know you come to work late and leave early, but God, by his amazing grace, kept you on the job if it wasn't for him. And so you need to figure out, how can I bless the blessor? This man doesn't consider how he's going to bless the blessor. But if we're going to get rich, a new way, a new way, not the old way, but the new way. The new way of getting rich is to bless the blessor. You got to bless back the one who blessed you with it. Are y'all still here with me? Secondly, secondly in this text, we, we find the solution. This is, he, he just raised his, his problem. This is the problem he has. The problem is I don't have enough room. I don't have enough room to store my crops. And in verse, verse 18, so he says, I will do this. I will pull down my barns build greater ones, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. Here's his problem with his solution. So we've seen the problem with prospering. Now look at the problem with his solution. The problem with his solution, first and foremost, is that everything about his solution is selfish. 
not so much unlike us, everything about his solution. What am I going to do with what I've just been blessed with? It's selfish. Watch this. First of all, it is self-derived. His solution that he comes up with, he comes up with it by himself. He says there in the text, verse number 18, I believe it is, I will do this. He don't ask nobody. He don't check with nobody. He, don't, he doesn't even check with the word of God. Let me see what the word of God says about being blessed this way. He doesn't check with the word of God. He doesn't even call over a spiritual friend to say to a spiritual friend, you know what, I don't really know what to do. God is blessing me all this kind of way and that kind of way. What should I do with the blessing? He doesn't check with nobody. He comes up with the solution from and of himself. This is what I'm going to do. This is kind of how we do too. Man, I just got to raise what I'm going to do with it. We already got plans. Man, I just got a $50 raise. I know where I can put that. Amen. I know where I can go. And we do this too when we, when we think about winning the lottery. We already got plans. But watch this. It, it comes from himself. I will do this. No, no counsel, no, no nothing. But he didn't check with God. If you're going to get rich a new way, it would be beneficial to you. Watch this. To at least ask God who provided you with the blessing, who provided you with the prosperity, who provided you with the more, it would be beneficial to you to go to him and ask him, how can I use what you just blessed me with? Y'all still here with me? I'm talking about getting rich a new way, a new way. I know the old way. The old way is you figure it out, you do it yourself. But the new way is I'm going to check with God because the God is the one who blessed me. So first I'm going to bless the blessor, and then I'm going to ask the blessor, what should I do? How should I handle what you bless me with? Y'all still here with me? Thirdly, not only is this thing self-derived, selfish in its nature, but as I look at the second part of 18, it is self-serving. The whole mentality about his solution is about serving himself. He says, I will pull down my barns and build greater barns, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. Only person he's thinking about is himself. And if you look at verses 18 and 19, I believe it is, and look at all the personal pronouns, all the eyes, all the mys, all the mine, and all this stuff is about him. This is about me, 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 me. And he says, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this stuff. I'm, this is amazing to me. He says, I'm going, I watch this. First of all, I need you to see he has barns. He already has barns of stuff stored. Can, can I make it plain? He already has closets of stuff. He, he already has uh, two sheds, not one, sheds. He has barns already. He has closets already. He has garages already full. And, and then he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tear down what I already have so I can make room for more. Can I talk to somebody here? This is what we do. We say, I already got a three-bedroom house with a two-car garage and a shed in the back, but it ain't enough room here. We got too much stuff. So what are we going to do? We're going to sell this house. I know we already put 10 years' worth of mortgage payment on it, but we're going to sell this house and go buy us a bigger house so that we can store more of our stuff in this house. Okay, Jesus, let me just preach to you, Jesus. 
Lord, this is what we do. We confess it. We do this, Lord. We buy cars, and, and, and when we bought the car, that's all we could afford, Lord. And so, Lord, but now a newer version came out, and I went to the dealer, and the dealer said he can put me in the SUV, and I can get the SUV with seven seats. Even though it ain't nobody but me and my wife, we can get the SUV with seven seats in it, God. I know it only gets 12 miles a gallon, but we can get that, God. I can tear down what I already put in, and I can build me a bigger one. Because God prospered me. Hmm. It's all selfish. It's all about him. He's going to tear down what he already has. That, watch this, already is in excess. You already can't sleep in all the bedrooms you got. Some rooms you don't even go in. And you're ready to tear down and go buy a bigger one, talking about that's going to give me a better tax break? What about the kingdom of God? What about God who blessed you with it? Why can't you think beyond yourself? Maybe God is blessing you not so that you can go buy bigger bonds. Maybe he's blessing you so that you can open up your bonds and bless somebody else. This, this guy, he, he's... he's, he's, he's Everything, what he's doing is all about self. He's it's for serving himself. But if we're going to get rich a new way, we've got to focus um, our serving on serving others and have others in mind in terms of serving others and not just serving ourselves. Y'all still here with me? It's not only self-derived, self-serving. It's self-evaluating. Listen to verse 19. Verse 19, he has evaluated this whole thing himself. He says, I will say to my soul, so, you have many, many goods uh, laid up for many years. Take ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Listen to this. He talked to himself and said to himself, you have enough. You've now put it away, but guess what? He says, you got enough for many years. Watch this. But he doesn't know how many minutes God's going to let him live. But he's already said his self-evaluation of his whole life and his whole circumstance. He said within himself, I got enough for years and I'm going to be good, eat, drink, and be merry. You don't even know if you're going to live for the next second. But you're planning and preparing for years and you haven't consulted with God. This man, instead of evaluating his life and his circumstances and the wealth that God is giving him, he needs to consult with God and say, God, how long am I going to be here? And how much do I need for the time I'm going to be here? That's what I need. No, no, no. But if we're going to get rich in a new way, we got to learn how to let God evaluate our time and evaluate what we need instead of letting people tell us this is what you need and this is how it's going to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against financial planning. I'm, I'm, I think that's a good thing. So some, some people need to learn a little bit about that. Maybe you need to buy that series I, I taught a couple weeks, months back. It, it'll bless you. But, but watch this. <laughs> this guy... He has just made all these determinations with him in himself. He's evaluated his own retirement plan, and he's evaluated based on me having all this stuff that God has blessed me with. This is my plan for me for my retirement. He has nobody else in mind, completely selfish in every aspect of what he's doing. Lastly, it's self-satisfying. He's done all of this so he can say to his own soul, take ease, eat, drink, and be merry. 
He only wants to satisfy himself. It's all about me. It's all about what I'm going to be able to do. And so he says, I'm going to take ease. I'm going to get to the point where I can kick back, have my retirement. I got my retirement pension. I'm going to travel. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be at ease. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm going to maintain my normal status of living. But how can you do that when you don't know how long you're going to live? What this reminds me of, it does remind me of us because we have a tendency of stacking a whole lot of stuff. We stacking money in our bank accounts. We stacking stuff in our stocks and bonds. We stock, stacking stuff in land holdings. We stacking stuff in 401ks, annuity plans, stacking stuff in IRAs and, and thousands of millions of dollars being packed away. Very selfishly idea motives that are behind all of that. And we're saying this is what I'm going to do so that I can be prepared for the time that it comes. And when the time comes, I'm going to just live out my retirement in happiness and peace and I'm going to eat and I'm going to drink and I'm going to be merry. Here is the problem with your theory. The problem with your theory is you don't know what's going to happen to you the day after you retire. You might retire one day, have a stroke the next day, have a catastrophic illness that wipes out all of your savings. You may have saved a half a million dollars and your financial planner said, if you put this away, you're going to live out your days in ease. But the problem is your financial planner is not God. He's the one that knows what will happen to you. And if God can feed a sparrow and a sparrow ain't spent a day at work and he'll take care of him to the last of his days sure enough he'll take care of you Yeah, yeah, th- this guy, he, he's got it all worked out. He's got it all figured out. I'm going to just lay back, take it easy. I'm going to be good. Everything's going to be wonderful for me. But if we're going to get rich a new way, we have got to let God be the one that's being satisfied instead of us being the one that's being satisfied. If he had, pers- uh, how do I say, laid his perspective out, and I want to make sure that God is happy with what I'm doing with what he gave me, then he wouldn't have to have the problem that he's getting ready to encounter right now. That's the problem with his solution. It's selfish. It's self-derived. It's self-serving. It's self-evaluating. It's self-satisfying. It has as his motive satisfying self. It has no intention of satisfying God. But if you're going to get rich a new way, you need to have the intention of satisfying God. This is getting rich a new way. I know the old way, but we're talking about a new way. Now, I want to satisfy God. Here's my last point, and I'm out of your way. We've looked at the problem with prospering. We've looked at the problem with his solution. The last thing, the problem with God. This guy has a problem with God. Verse 20, but God said, fool. I didn't say it. I'm just reading. God said, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Fool. Your selfishness has proven you a fool. You have thought of no one but yourself. You have given yourself answers. You've provided for yourself. You've stored for yourself. You've served yourself. And you are a fool because you've thought nothing about your eternal destiny. You've taken none of the resources, none of the blessing, none of the time to take care of that which was most important, which was your salvation of your soul. You said, I'm going to tell my soul, so we are right. We good to go. But tonight your soul is going to be required of you by God. You've got to give account tonight. But you spend all your time building barns and storing stuff and collecting goods for yourself. 
And tonight, when you have to stand before God, you fool. I'm just talking about the man in the text. Whose stuff will all that be? And let me say this to you and I. It comes back to why Jesus started this thing. He wants to push our attention to that which is of the utmost importance. Getting rich a new way means focusing on that which is most important. Because nobody cares how much money they have down here when they're standing before God up there. When you're looking at the determination of eternal life or eternal damnation, going to heaven or spending it in the lake of fire, nobody cares about how much money we had down here. It's just not important. And for this guy, he gave all his attention to the worldly stuff but thought nothing about his eternal destiny. And so God calls him a fool because all the energy and all the time that you've wasted trying to gather stuff for yourself, you did nothing to prepare for this day when you inevitably are going to have to stand before God and give account for the soul he gave you. He says, you're a fool. Then he says this in verse 21. So is he who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. Getting rich a new way is getting rich towards God. It has nothing to do with the material possessions of this world. It has to do with when I stand before him in that last day, Will I be rich towards him or will I stand before him bankrupt? When I have to give account for my soul, what do you do with the life I gave you? Did you give it back to me or did you live it foolishly? Do I say to the Lord, Lord, here is what I've done. Here is the, the energy that I've vested in what you gave me, the strength that you gave me. I didn't just go by the church. No, I was a member of the church, and, and I served you in the church, and I served you in the community. I wasn't just one who passed by occasionally. No, God, I gave my energies to you. And when you blessed me, God, I blessed other people. God, I kept doing what you told me to do. I sought you for wisdom. I didn't just come up with the answers myself. No, I sought you. I prayed. I sought your face and you gave me wisdom as to how to handle what I had. And when I meet him face to face, am I ready to meet him or do I stand there bankrupt before God with an empty account and then therefore have to be cast into the lake of fire to burn forever because I did nothing with the time he gave me but wasted it away. Will God call you a fool. If we're going to get rich a new way, not the old way. The old way didn't work. Doesn't work. And all that you gather and all the wealth and all the stuff that you accumulate, when you die and have to stand before him, somebody else is going to get your stuff. And can I say this? The people you think you're leaving it to won't care nothing about what it took you to get it. The average inheritance is burned through like a hot knife through butter in 90 days. And most of the stuff that you spend all your time and energy saving and collecting, your kids don't even want it. 
They're going to put it at a garage sale and sell that $5,000 table for 50 cents. I don't know why mom had this. This is junk. You done collected all kind of stuff, all them knickknacks, talking about China and all that. They don't care nothing about none of that. <laughs> I'm sorry for busting your bubble. But when you're standing before the Lord and he's saying give account for your soul, you won't care about it either. It won't have any value. If we're going to get rich a new way, we've got to bless the blessor. God's the one that's blessing us. You got to bless him back. If you want to get rich a new way, we've got to seek the solution to the new wealth. What he's given me, what do I do with it? Seek it from the one who provided it. If we're going to get rich a new way, we've got to seek that uh, to be rich serving others, not just serving ourselves. To get rich a new way, we've got to let God do the evaluating. How much do I need and how long do I need it for? Because he knows we don't. We're going to be a rich new way. Let it be that we're satisfying God and not trying to satisfy ourselves. Because at the end of the day, I want to hear him say, well done, thy good and the faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on in, and I'll make you rule over many. He's made it possible for each and every one of us to stand before him in that great day of judgment. He's made it possible by shedding his blood on Calvary's cross. And providing for us the opportunity to have everlasting life by solely repenting of our sin, placing our faith in him, inviting him into our heart, and being saved. Once we've done that, our salvation is secure. But beyond that, even after I'm saved, I want to be found faithful with this life that he's given me. And then I want to stand before him, even with the life. I said, oh, I got eternal life. But where and what will be my rewards? But my rewards will be based on how I have lived this life in Christ. So we have an opportunity to do just that. But it all begins by putting in front of us that which is of the utmost importance. As opposed to arguing over inheritance, like this boy was doing in the middle of Jesus' teachings. We've got to set our hearts and our minds on what is of the utmost importance. One day, each one of us is going to have to stand before him. That is of the utmost importance in your whole existence. How will that day go? Favorable because I've given my heart and my life to him or not so favorable because I didn't. That's what's a higher and a holier and a more important wealth that we need to have. We need to be rich towards God and poor towards sin. Y'all hearing what I'm saying? Father in heaven, thank you for your word today. Thank you for just the privileged opportunity we have of sharing. I'm praying that if there's anybody here today that has never trusted you as Lord and Savior of their life, that today would be the day that they'd give their heart and their life to you. Father, we want to be rich a new way and not rich and that wealth comes from being rich to God. And so, Heavenly Father, as we become rich towards you, we realize, and even as your word displays, richness and wealth is not in the possessions that we acquire here on earth. But richness is in that relationship that we have with the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, if there's any that are not saved, save them. And any that have drifted in fellowship, draw them back. Any who are struggling on this issue, bring them, God, to a place and a point where they can commit to get rich a new way in 2017. 
have your way even now, God, that we might put that which is most important on the forefront of our minds and the way we live towards you. It's in Jesus' name I pray and I thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-574-3515. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Buca Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. If you want to be like most people, you could trust someone else to protect your money, investments, and retirement. If you like those large firms that manage thousands of accounts and can't remember your name unless you answer a password question, then this is not for you. At Tradeway, we help you get involved in your investments. Our team will get to know you on a personal level to understand your goals. Then we'll help you learn how to make your own investment decisions and reach those goals. Even if you have no clue where to start, we'll walk you through it. You're not like most people, so Tradeway won't act like most firms. Understanding your investments may seem like a big goal, but small steps can get you there. To learn more, call 877 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.